I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of Girls With Fun. How are you doing? Hanging in there. Hanging in there. We're approaching a year of COVID lockdowns. It seems like that's Ew. all my timeline is. And somehow, I, I don't know how to feel. The thought of that. That's gross. Like a whole year? How are we still here? Wow. Yeah. I did not even want to be reminded of that. I mean, I knew it was coming, right? Like, really hitting the year, but yeah, we're here. Ew. Um, <laughs> I hope we get out of this soon, because, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> I did not think we would be here <laughs> a year from now. Oh, like a I year ago, we know. really were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because I always wanted the ability to work from home. My company was very, like, old school and, like, did not philosophically believe in work from home. And now I'm like, no. Or maybe sometimes, right? But, like, provided you have other places that you can go, like, maybe a cafe or something, not just, yeah. like, in your house endlessly. I um really enjoy working from home. Um, I don't like not being able to socialize outside of work because, yeah, I really don't care about socializing at work. <laughs> but Fair I want to socialize everywhere else, so. Fair enough. <laughs> I saw this other social media thing. I don't remember. I think it was on Instagram, but it was like, what was the silliest thing you thought at the beginning of the pandemic? And someone was like, this will be a nice little two weeks out of that. <laughs> and like, I'm convinced we all cumulatively thought that. I was but. like, surely by March. Not March. Um, I'm not March. I'm sorry. I was like, surely by like summer, like May timeframe, we'll be done with this. No. I'm like, oh, maybe they'll just, like, shift the BTS concert to, like, June, July. <laughs> uh, uh, that's why I'm joke. so skeptical of, like, I've seen all these tweets that are, like, POTUS says hot girl summer because of the announcement of, like, vaccines by <laughs> by end of May for all Americans or whatever. And I'm like, see, I feel like we've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been let down. So, like, until it yeah. happens, I just believe nothing. Yeah, not confident in that timeline, but I mean, go off, um, you know, go ahead and try, but yeah, I don't know. I need that vaccine like yesterday, so. <laughs> Existential size. Anyway, um, I feel like we could ramble about this for a long time as we have done many other times, but I know we're trying to keep to a tight timeline here but another thing that will bring us even larger existential size uh do you want to 
jump right in and tell people what we're thinking about today? Yeah, so we're going to keep it relatively short and sweet. Um, We have like a lot, a lot to catch up on um, after like, you know, doing more focused topics in February. So one of the things that we definitely feel like we need to speak on um, is regarding the racist remarks that were made by um, a German radio host, I believe. This is Occupation, um, in reference to BTS and likening them to the coronavirus. Um, all because he didn't like their Fix You cover. Which is, like, an edgy hot take to begin with. But then taking it way too far and just devolving into full-on racism. The thing that got me about him in particular is he tried to, like, at first backpedal from his comments that was, like, absolutely nuts, where he's like, I'm not racist at all. I share my opinion in, like, exaggerated and angry ways all the time. I have a Korean car. That makes me not racist. And then, like, social media was like, hmm, I feel like I've heard this, like, expression before in other ways. And then they were like, first of all, his car is Japanese also. So he just, like, continuously dug himself into a deeper and deeper hole. Exactly. I pulled it up because I wanted to read it. Um, this D-bag says, Dear teenagers who are listening, please take no offense, but personally... I think that BTS is, let me put it like this, BTS is like SARS. It's an abbreviation for some effing virus that we'll hopefully have a vaccine for soon as well. Um, he went on to argue that he has nothing against South Korea and couldn't be called xenophobic because he owns a South Korean government, which, like you said, is actually um, made in Japan, so just double down on like the racism. Um he said these little suckers brag with their cover of fix you by Coldplay to which I respond that's blasphemy for doing that you should have to spend a 20 year long vacation in North Korea so um army got on his mind uh as they should have so then he they released a statement by explaining that this person simply overshot while expressing an exaggerated opinion of BTS and their Coldplay cover. Um, and he has assured them in no way that he intended to, uh, I guess, be racist. Uh, he just wanted to express his displeasure with the cover version mentioned above. Um, and he made his own statement saying that the nationality of the group doesn't matter to him. Um, that he was just upset. And that he underestimated the huge fan potential hidden behind the three letters meaning bts and accused army who he described as a fanatical followers of a musical cash machine twisting his own words is oh i'm sorry twisting his original words in order to accuse him of racism um i believe he also released another statement after that um backtracking once again because that was like the worst apology i've ever seen in my life um, but there's just so much wrong with this, like, from beginning to end. it's There's just so much wrong. And then he was, like, re reposting on his, like, Facebook. I saw screenshots from his Facebook page 
of like other other I guess predominantly German like media personalities all of whom were white men that I saw like coming to his defense and saying how like he's not racist and you know army are crazy basically and I'm so I'm so tired of this like how many times have we talked about like this dismissal I mean there's so much to unpack here you could literally take it any angle but it's like I'm so tired of people saying we're all fanatical teenagers which like if we were fine what's wrong with that but we're not right we're not all women we're not all young like Bigot is a cash machine. Like, stay mad, but like, what company we, isn't? What know, company like, isn't? We, we. That's the goal of capitalism. I know. <laughs> it's to know. make money. What the? <laughs> I know. I know. And like, Coldplay wasn't like making mad money off of their original records with no slander to them. Like, that's how the system works. Exactly. It's just like, and I, I also like. I just get so mad. Like, this is a moment where, like, even in the U.S., and especially, I won't say even in, I will say especially in the U.S., there's an uptick in, like, anti-Asian rhetoric, and there's a lot of hate crimes happening towards Asians in the U.S., Um, and I, the timing of this is horrible, but not surprising, I guess, and it just shows, like, how global in scope the problems can be. I just don't see how you can make such racist comments and then be like, but I didn't mean it that way. Like, but I'm not racist. Like, it's time for you to do some self-reflection. And anyone coming to his defense and saying that, oh, he's not racist, you're probably racist right along with him. Like, (laughs) likening anyone um, of Asian descent to coronavirus is racist. Um, You getting buck wild over a cover of a song? Saying that they should be detained in North Korea simply because of a cover that you don't like? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty racist. Like, I, I there's no other way you can flip it. Like, it's, it's racist. <laughs> and I think the most frustrating part of it is, like, they're digging in. Instead of being like, wow, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are accusing us of racism maybe we should like think back on this or reflect they're just like entrenching themselves in their view that they are not racist they are getting more and more defensive right there hasn't been any kind of statement about like we will do trainings to prevent this in the future or Or, where's the yeah where's the action like uh how about you fire his ass for being like mad racist (laughs) like where's the action uh, of you like actually trying to correct this there's nothing you you actually backed him up and said that he didn't mean it oh he didn't mean it tried to put a band-aid over it like that was gonna make it any better no do nothing. something about it it's just like i mean army are still mad about it but i think the lack of like general press coverage as well i mean there have been a few articles that i've seen but like the lack of response is also just extremely telling in general and the lack of denouncements, you know what I mean? Right, I yeah. Public figures come out and say, like, this is horrible. I mean, I've seen, like, 
BTS friends, I guess, you know, like Halsey or like Max or whatever, like people that are close to them. I've seen them say things or I've seen other like Asian, uh, like notable figures speak up about it. Um, but not like on a national level, but when Jungkook crashes his car, it's national news, like to the point where I have my coworkers asking me about it, but no one's right. going to talk I, about I need this. That, I need the like Jungkook fender bender energy for this. Exactly. <laughs> like this is a, a wider problem. Like you were saying that Asians are facing increased racism and violence over this coronavirus situation. And it's disgusting. Like you have no right to try to pin this on anyone. No one asked for this to happen. And it's not anyone's fault that it happened. So for you to try to pin it on Asians and make it seem like it's their fault, that's disgusting. Like, yeah, you are racist. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry, but... Like, an individual can be mad at the lack of, like, early transparency, right? That could have stemmed this. But it's like policy failures, not individual failures. You know what I mean? Right. So to pin it to any individual is horrible. I mean, they're making and, it seem like they ha- they aren't suffering now or they haven't suffered from it already. Like, Asians across the board have suffered from this virus just like you have. So why are they the culprit? Like, don't put it on these innocent people who have lost their lives or who have lost their loved ones. It's disgusting. He's also, like by once again like calling them little he's like dismissing them and there's a lot to unpack around like asian men and masculinity and like we really don't have the time to go into that today but he's just feeding into like old western narratives to like other asians and other in this case bts and other korean artists it's interesting too i mean Coldplay has been very vocally supportive of the cover. So if this guy, like, this is a much less serious thing, but if this guy loves Coldplay as much as he claims to, that he's willing to say these kind of things, like, you don't have to, like, like everything that an artist has ever done, right? But presumably Coldplay was on board with this. Like, why are you acting like it's so out of left field? It's just very perplexing to me. Because they don't care about Coldplay as much as he wants to make it seem like he does. I know, I know he, that. I, it was yeah. A rhetorical I know, but it's just like, it was basically just a vehicle for him to express his racism. Like, you know, it jumped out. Like, you intended that. That's exactly what you intended to do. And this virus has basically just been a vehicle for many people to show their disdain for Asians, Asian Americans, Asians from Asia, wherever. Like, it's just giving people an excuse to be mad racist, and physically violent like it's sick people are getting beat up in the streets like they're pushing down like old grandmas and stuff like over this like it's just disgusting it makes my stomach hurt it's just i i kind of wonder how i don't want to say people like that because it sounds dramatic but like how do certain people live right like has he never had to do any self-reflection people all make mistakes or people misspeak but like this is not that you know what I mean and to like hunker down instead of and like no I could never be racist or I could never say or do anything wrong 
you all are the crazy ones. Like, I'm being persecuted. Like, how far, for lack of a better (laughs) expression, how far up your own ass do you have to be (laughs) to, like, assume that you can do no wrong, right? Like Exactly. You've got, like, thousands of people coming at you and telling you that you're wrong. But you're like, no, it can't be that bad. It's the problem with when your friends, like, gaslight you. Um, and they gas you up and make it seem like, yeah, no, you're really not that bad. Like, don't listen to them. Like, it, it's going to be okay for him because his little five friends told him that it's all right. And because his job is also enabling him. So he won't ever see the issue um, at hand. He's just going to continue to think that he said nothing wrong. So he's going to continue to be racist. I'm sure this isn't going to change anything. It's going to be, a, oh, those crazy army came for me. Those crazy fans came for me. Well, like, no. Yeah, we're going to be at, like, a story he talks about in the future. Exactly. And he was ruthlessly bullied on the internet. Like, no. Look at yourself. Look at have how you stupid watched, you look. Have you watched any of The Good Place? That it's, show no. that Namjoon recommended. It's also very popular. The people that made Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Parks and Rec. There's this character in later seasons called Brett. And he's, like, the stereotypical, like, mediocre white man who can't see like any of his own failings and he's super annoying and like part of the story arc without giving like any spoilers is like can can people become better and like can they find redemption or whatever I won't go too much more into it but like most of the characters are able to in some way or another become better people but Brent is just always stuck in his like I can do no wrong I have done no wrong I am the best. I'm a VIP. And it's just like, it's supposed to be comedic, but it's honestly very telling. And it's not very comedic in real life. Yeah. It's just sick. It's crazy because how many times have we talked about this in the podcast in the past? Like, because it's not the first time that it's happened to them specifically. I I know. So it just makes me sick that there's people like, him in the position that they're in like they just have so much influence right so it's almost like they will influence others to be exactly like them they, they basically give people the green light to be racist because they're on a platform like this it's just it's just disgusting there's context i don't have since i'm not german but i do wonder how big this radio station is like does he have a huge platform is it like a nationally syndicated show is it like a smaller community radio like i have no idea um either way it's horrible it doesn't really matter like no one with any size audience should be saying anything like this even if you don't have an audience just don't do it but i'm wondering like People have to know about it. It's been trending for days and nothing happened. They know. They just don't see it as an issue. It's not the narrative that they want to write about BTS. It doesn't fit. So (laughs) they're just kind of, they're going to ignore it. Everyone listening knows we don't stand for the BS. So we definitely had to speak on that. I wish we like could have someone come on who could speak to it more like from their perspective um you know like obviously during the whole black lives matter movement like you know i could speak to it because i'm black but we can only say so much because we're not asian um i wish that we could have a voice come on and like you know explain 
things more like you know from their perspective but I mean we do what we can when it comes to these kind of issues um but yeah I don't want it to go unsaid on this podcast it's always something I feel like someone's always coming for BTS I mean specifically in the case of our fandom it's just there's never a peaceful time on Stan Twit. I'd rather have the petty fan wars than to have like this. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like, this hurts my heart for them. I don't know. Like, my heart hurts for them, like, hearing it. It's not directed towards me, but it just hurts hearing it. And to know that, like, you're, you're not doing anything except just living your life they're just living their living their dream they're just going like they're they're doing their job basically like (laughs) they're just doing their job and they're being attacked for it um you can definitely criticize and be as exaggerated as you want about it without having to be racist like yeah you could have got your point across without having to be racist um and that's pretty much it at the end of the day. He literally could have been like, I like the original better, which is fair. Most originals are better than covers. That's all he had to say. Exactly. Or like, BTS is not for me personally. All right. If he wanted, go ahead and like curse him out and call him trash if you feel like it. I mean, that's stupid as well. But like <laughs> having to be racist in order to get your point across. Yeah. It's so juvenile, too. It's kind of sad. Like, I didn't expect anything better from him, but, like, or not him, but just, like, (laughs) again, how many times have we come on the podcast with, like, media figures, but. Exactly. He's acting like it's, like, he's some 13-year-old that just discovered Twitter, and it's, like, some edgy opinion you can have, and it's, like, no, this is irresponsible and causing harm to real people in the real world and you're perpetuating this like you're not cool right like my expectations for some people are just so low like (laughs) just bottom of the barrel at this point this is like a new low though like this is like really bad it's the doubling down for me that just made it even worse and then trying to explain like i can't be racist because i have a korean car what and then it's japanese (laughs) and for it to not even be korean oh my god like i just i've never heard anyone even try to explain something like that like i've heard the stupid line like oh i have like uh such and such friend so i can't be racist or you know like i dated such and such person once so you know or i don't know like i i like eating certain cultures food so i can't be but saying you, you have a car, <laughs> you have a vehicle, only to find out like, you don't even have that vehicle <laughs> from that nation. My really, God. To say, like, that's not a cultural interaction. That's, like, import-export. That's, like, 70% of the stuff in my room comes from China. Like, like I know all about China. Like, what? Exactly. It's completely unrelated. Like, my, just say you're racist and go, like... 
I love that his excuse, I think the thing that cracks me up about this, and then I'll stop like harping on it, is that he has this whole like very artificial prepared excuse or whatever about his car, and then it's like still wrong. <laughs> exactly. Just, like, this guy is grasping at straws. Like, how can he not see it? It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing at this point. Like, yeah, like you look stupid. <laughs> you do. You look really dumb. Um, it's just annoying though, because he's still in like a place where he has a public platform, and like <laughs> you can be this bad. And if you're of a certain demographic, it's okay for you to be exactly that, bad. that mediocre. And it's just so tiring. Yeah. Just spewing BS. It's just sickening. And shame on the company for enabling it. Ugh. I don't know. Mad props to BTS for putting up with most of the stuff they put up with. Like, I can't imagine having to be in the public eye and having to hear people talk about you daily in this kind of manner or saying other awful things. I don't even know how you would... Like, you would have to have the thickest skin. Like, the constant racism, the constant, like, undermining. Even in their early days, like, the constant belittlement from, like, other Korean artists. The, like, people, like, shipping you with your bros. Like, yeah, not being able to go on, like, social media at all. I mean, varying degrees of severity, right? But, like... Everyone jokes about Namjoon having a Twitter account, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I kind of hope he doesn't. And exactly. Not just myself, just like, do not be here. Yeah, I'm like, I simply wouldn't go online. I would keep my circle to like five people, like including family members. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it would be like really really small um i feel like you'd have to be extra strict with family members you don't need cousins you haven't talked to in years coming out of the woodwork exactly on your career like please exactly so i'm i'm a little bit more thankful for weverse than i was before um that they have a platform where they can go and like talk to us and not have to see like the bs yeah yeah social media is scary the internet is scary I'm ready to see the Weverse Magazine article on this. Because I know they're lurking. Like, somebody's typing up a fire article right now. I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know who writes the Weverse articles. But they are going off right now. <laughs> and another thing. <laughs> I can just picture their office. Like, the always sunny in Philadelphia meme. Like, just papers everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, like oh yeah, but yeah. Anyway, that. like Weverse Magazine has the receipts. So. Exactly. I hope um for good things only for BTS. We got the Grammys coming up really soon. Um, we got Yumi's birthday coming up really soon. Like, I just only want to think about good things. Speaking of good things, yes, nice transition. <laughs> You set it up, though, perfectly. So, Hobie's surprise drop the other day. I feel like, as the Hobie stan on the pod, like, you have to take first swing at this. <laughs> because I was broken, so. The way I lost it. <laughs> I'm almost in tears. Yo, I was not expecting. 
I was not expecting that. What a generous king to give us a gift. <laughs> I can't believe, what is it, three years? Three years since it came out. And he finally finished Blue Side for us. Three years since Hope World? <sighs> and finished it. You're actually posted. crying. Oh my gosh, guys. She's actually <laughs> crying. I just, I love that song. It just feels, I don't know how to explain it. Like, the the content's kind of sad, but it just still makes you feel good. I don't know. Like, someone described, like, it, it almost feels like that, that feeling of, like, floating under underwater, right? Like, I don't know. You're just, like, existing. It, it just feels, like, comforting. It's like a... A weighted blanket around you. I don't know how to explain it, but it's Toby just a weighted blanket of Bonkon. Yeah, like it's just such a good song, and then he completes it. Like we could have went for forever without like having it complete, and it just would have had that like air of like mystery around it, almost like we could fill it in ourselves. But like now that he felt comfortable enough to come back to it and and release it, it just feels so good. Do you think he has more in the pipeline? Like, is this a teaser or is this a standalone, like, anniversary release? I don't know if he's gonna, like, drop something right away, but I feel like he probably is cooking something up. Um, I feel like they all are, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're us. No <laughs> exactly. I mean, I haven't heard, like, Jin and Jimin specifically say anything, but I would not be surprised if randomly we just got, like, a mixtape drop from those two as well. Like, we already know, like, Tay and JK are cooking something up. Like, Namjoon's due for another one soon as well. Like, Yugi, like, writes a song every freaking day, so he probably just has, like, an arsenal of <laughs> things that could be released so i'm pretty sure all of them have something that they could release at some point so i'm excited we we are just living life never knowing when a mix cake could drop army is always living on the edge but, exactly like, in a good way. yeah it's funny because it, i feel like i was recently re-watching question mark don't know what i was re-watching because there's so much content but Yugi was talking about how he like took telepathy out of the like draft folder, dusted it <laughs> off, and like threw it together. And I was just like, to have the hard drives that must be <laughs> in the big hit building because we always talk about the remixes. I'm still waiting for Dang to be on Spotify, like exactly, or just like. You just have bops just sitting on your hard drive somewhere for, like, years? <laughs> like, what else do you have in there? <laughs> Pull it out. I was, yeah, I loved outro. I loved the outro. And it was always, like, the song that got stuck in my head. So to have, like, the full-length edition, I was yeah. just, like, not ready. At first, I thought he was just dropping, like, another artsy post. I'm not going to lie. Because it must be said that the album art for that track was also fire. Yeah. Like, when I clicked on the link, it, like, on my pop-up screen, it, like, showed a picture, and I'm, like, is Hobie at a museum? Like, what's so artsy <laughs> about this? Like, I thought it was cropped, and then I opened it up, and it's the album artwork for a full-length blue side. And I saw a post that was, like, theorizing that all the, like, words that he had scribbled on there could possibly be, like, the names of, like, title tracks. 
Well, you put them together, I'm like, is this a clue? Because they love giving us clues, and we never notice them. So I'm like, is this it? But I feel like because we noticed it, it cannot be the clue. You That's also I mean? true. It's the ultimate like paradox, the ultimate catch. That's also too. true. Like it's gonna be some random thing that none of us were even looking at, like his posting time for the tweet or something. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm the worst though. I'm not a theorist army. Like, kudos to the people that are. But I'm like, look, I'm just trying to get caught up on content. <laughs> I'm not analyzing the writing on the wall in the background. Sadly exactly (sighs) well anything else you want to leave them with today um i will save it for a later podcast but there's much to talk about but we didn't even talk about the b essential edition (laughs) well like that the like big hit universal music thing also that Tay, Tay's bully coming out of nowhere with the bull. There's a lot. Like, <laughs> also, a lot. I've been like trying to limit my Twitter time because I feel like it's not that good for my mental health. So, like, every time I log back in, I'm like, I, I know less and less what is occurring. <laughs> like, if you're not there constantly, you don't know what's going on. It's kind of messed up. Yeah, I've also been limiting my time, but when I do get on, which is, like, maybe for, like, I, I like, allow myself, okay, from, like, this period this period at night, I can look at it. I get on for, like, 30 minutes, and I'm like, alright, enough of that. Like, I don't even want to see it anymore. Like, I'm basically just getting on here so I can get caught up on, for, like, the podcast, and then I move on. Like, <laughs> I can't can't do this it anymore. is kind of crazy and this is a topic we could dive much more into um and i don't want to lead us like back to a dark place like when we're feeling good about blue side but i saw a tweet by one of my army friends who who i know from our dmv group as well and she said like it's it was her twitterversary um and how like she feels like twitter is such a mixed bag and there was a lot more detail but you know i didn't ask her so intentionally being vague but i was like oh so we all feel bad about being on twitter and yet we're all here all the time like what does that say yeah should go back to tumblr (laughs) right there was very i don't know it's just a different vibe like when we were talking with our friends like facebook armies have a vibe instagram armies have a vibe twitter army are a vibe and then I'm like, okay, but Tumblr also, like, I don't know. They're just like, Tumblr's way less stressful. There's not that, like, constant updating feeling. There's just not. It's very easy to spread negativity on Twitter. Whereas I feel like with Tumblr, like. I don't know. I mean, of course, like, people can, like, with. You could just make a text post and, like put it out but i don't know i just feel like usually tumblr was just like laughs or like depending on whatever vibe you wanted <laughs> just vibes like i don't know <laughs> there's yeah. not much going on except like gifts and like videos and you know links to like the 140p um bangtan interviews that are like spliced into like <laughs> six parts like <laughs> 
there's just not much <laughs> it's just Maybe good vibes our, only <laughs> our army nostalgia like we're exactly. just yearning for a simpler time the only thing you have to worry about is like is your layout right and like maybe your like follower count that's about it i was so concerned with my tumblr follower account for so long and now i'm like periodically dusting it off so it's not like deactivate i don't even know if tumblr deactivates but nothing going on over there but yeah anyway we are well over our half hour per usual all right uh Let's wrap this up. <laughs> That'll do it for this week's episode of Girls With Fun. We will see you on the next episode. See you then. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.